You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in my household. Extremely exciting at the moment with less than 50 days now until the start of the NFL season and as you can probably tell, I cannot wait. Another ripping episode coming up, we've got uh, the boys TC24 and Maximus, the King of Mert or the the Mayor of Mert, one of the two, Uh, and also a special guest our boots on the ground man over in America, Michael Cunningham, going through the AFC West for us. So we've also got the announcement of our competition winners. We'll do that at the back end. Real exciting uh, episode, and we'll get straight into it with TC24 and the Mayor of Mert. Alrighty, so joining me now, we've got our regular TC24. How are you, mate? Tommy, always good to be back in the AGS lab, mate. And uh, we've got our golfing master who has big news, just signed on with the Live Tour. Uh, Maxie, how are you, mate? Very good, mate. Very good. Uh, Are you you going to tell us how much you signed for or...? Look, mate, I'll let the agent worry about that and the, the publicist. But you're yeah, just here to win tournaments. I'm just here to win tournaments. Exactly right. <laughs> no, I played all right today. I, I putted uh, like a reverse Cameron Smith, you could say. But uh, the rest of the game was going pretty well. <laughs> well, I don't know what a reverse Cameron Smith is, but I'm not presuming well. it's not very good. Not well. Not well, mate. Nah. All right. Well, that's all right. We're going to get straight into it. Some uh, NFL news. Get it out of the way nice and early. The Texans have settled with 30 women out of the Deshaun Watson case. Now, this is I find this interesting because I only thought it was 24. Now it's 30. Uh, so the Texans are not admitting guilt, but they are saying that this is just a clear stand against any form of sexual misconduct. Yeah, so, that, yeah that, was, that was the owner that, that came out and said that. she's Yeah, they're adamant that they didn't know or had had no knowledge of um, Deshaun's conduct and all that sort of stuff. But and so they're not, yeah, not like I said, not admitting fault, but they just want to get on the front foot with these women. So this is just the civil cases against the Texans. So there's stu- the, um, I think there's still like the four or five maybe pending against Deshaun himself. Well, the ones that he hasn't settled. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So these these are all just the ones against the Texans. But yeah, they've been able to settle all thirty of those. Um, yeah, like you said, they wanted to come out on the front foot and just sort of show, set a good standard that, you know, we don't stand for any sexual assault, misconduct, that sort of thing. So it's all about sending a message for them, which, um, yeah. But does that mean not, that there could not, be five or six more that come out against Deshaun, you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. Like, because so we'll, remember there that was... doesn't absolve him at all, does it? No. No, this is just a civil case just against the Texans organisation. Yeah. Yeah, it was just about um, them being compliant and, and... Yeah, facilitators, which, yeah. you know, like the, the owners have come out and said we had no knowledge and all that sort of stuff, but the NDAs that Deshaun was using came from the Texans' head of security, so there's got to be some level of knowledge, like, throughout the organisation. Obviously, yeah, it's, you know, it's... it's <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, like, you know, some people within the Texans knew, yeah. but just how high it went, you know, I guess we won't know, but, um, yeah, it's... Uh, 
And they were it's, found in his locker on the day as well. So you right, can't even say that it, nah, it wasn't me, but... Uh, no, that's right. It's a bit, a little bit damning, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of um, style, you reckon? It wasn't me. It, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon there might have been cameras too, so a little bit of shaggy, but... Yeah, but like Sue Robinson, the um, NFL disciplinary officer, yeah. is still um, yet to come out with her... Um, confirm, you know, the punishment for, for Watson. So, Which we're less than a week away from. Some some preseason has started for, for some clubs, but most of them are on the 26th, 27th. So That's they, the camps, yeah? The camps, yeah. They, yeah. And they said that they were going to have the findings before then, so pushing it a little you know, bit fine. Get a regular well, yeah. Yeah, And apparently, like, the league is still pushing for a year, so yeah. see what well, happens. I, I did hear, I saw a post from a not-too-reputable Instagram post, but... Uh, that the true. yeah, true it must be true. Yeah, hundred percent. So that the Browns are preparing for eight games to be. That's going to be the suspension. Yeah, which I think I Wally said last week that they thought that everyone's saying that they want six, and everyone else is saying that the NFL wants a year. They're kind of settling in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, we'll see what happens. But then, who's going to start for the Browns? You know, if he depending how long he's out, who they're going to roll with. Yeah. Like at the moment, it's it's Brissett or Dobbs, isn't it? So yeah, it's it, Jacoby will be the starter, I imagine, unless they go out and get someone, yeah. maybe like a Jimmy Garoppolo or something. So, after. so they still have the potential to pick up someone like that. Correct. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's what the with the Forty Niners. There's rumours that they're going to be getting Jimmy on tape and actually sending him out to places, shopping him around, shopping <laughs> him around. Yeah. Once he's because his shoulder is. Uh, pretty good. I think he's starting to throw, so they're going to put some tape around there and, and shop yep. him around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nah. It's, really it's a ruth, uh, ruthless business, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's it. It is a business. That's a, I think a lot of them have have to realise at the end of the day that it's it's all about the dollars at the end. Yeah. Uh, but for... So there's been a few players moving on. Been a few players that haven't reached an agreement to for their signing, and the first one that we're going to talk about is Jesse Bates from the Bagels. Maxi, your team, uh, he didn't uh, reach an agreement with the the Bagels, and it's come out that well they've said that they only offered him four million more guaranteed over the five year contract compared to what he will make on this franchise tag. So I think that's the. A lot of people are getting a lot of guaranteed money at the moment, and he thought he was worth a bit more than than what he was offered. Yeah, I've, I've got no issue there. You know, these blokes, like, their careers are, like, they're finite, aren't they? They're just going to try and make as much money as they can when they're in their window. Well, that's how the, the NFL stands for not for long, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, have, I have heard that. Yeah. Obviously, um, his manager feel like they're in the window to cash in, so yeah, I'm, I'm all aboard. Get that bag, man. Well, that's it. And the danger of playing under the tag too is the risk of injury and you don't have that long-term security. Yeah. So that's sort of what you know, most players want to kind of avoid if they can, isn't it? Like they want to well, secure he, that long-term. He's come out and said he doesn't want to play under the franchise tag. So he's got pretty much yeah. three options, which is play under it. Play under it. Sit, yep. un- sit out the year or request a trade. Yeah. Which, I don't know, like he... But he has yeah, said he all, wants to stay at the Bagels. I was going to say, from all reports, they wanted, they did want to... Make a trade, uh, sorry, make a deal happen, but they just yeah. weren't able to get there. So I can't see what the actual uh, offer was over the five years, but it obviously because with the uh, f- the franchise tag, it's the top five or top ten 
players of your position and they average it out and average that's what it out, you, yeah. and that's what you get so so it's it's a known figure so it'll like, be about 19 million i reckon or it might have gone up with a few of the players it was 19 million last year so it's probably up in the 20s now so yeah. you would have been only getting guaranteed maybe 25 30 and some of these players are getting 30 million a year you know for 5 6 years like i can see where his where his issue is yeah as it becomes no. more yeah more uh, common yeah but some of the other players who have not reached agreements is OJ Brown, Orlando Brown Jr. So there's the OJ. Orlando Brown Jr. and the Chiefs, uh, they haven't reached an agreement. Uh, apparently, he wasn't too stoked about it either because he knocked back... Uh, it was $95 million and $30 million signing bonus. Uh, he, signing bonus. Heaps yeah, of cash. He knocked, he knocked back a big Ooh. deal, but he is going to play six under the years. tag. Yeah, but he he is going to play under the tag, and then they're hopeful that after this season they'll be able to get a deal. Sorted. But he, he's so I'll just say here his franchise tag sixteen point six million, so he's got one that year sixteen much compared to the rest. Yeah, but so different what's, what's different what's position. Um, yeah, it's all relative to your yeah, yeah to the yeah, position you play. Position. Yeah, but still he's so knocked back ninety five million. That he dominates and then gets a bigger contract next. That's year. the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So there's other players such as the Dallas Cowboys tight end. Dalton Schultz, the Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, Miami Dolphins tight end Mike Geske, and the Bagels Jesse Bates the third is as we just spoke about then. So these are some pretty big names that have had some pretty big seasons last year. Uh, if they can put another one, another big season up, then it's just going to cost the the clubs more money. So I don't know why you wouldn't sign them now. They're only going to get bigger deals. Like, yeah, what's well, the clubs? The clubs are kind of hedging their bets a little bit, aren't they? Yeah. Like you yeah, said, but if you get injured... They that's don't really a... win there, though, the clubs, do they? Because the, you either they get injured and you lose a good player, or he dominates and you've got to pay him more money. Yeah, or he leaves. So, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't get that, but, yeah, no, that's probably why I'm not an owner just yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Com- it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It'll come. It'll come. Keep talking about it. You're going to manifest it, mate. It'll happen. I'm, uh, I'm saving me pennies. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so, the bit more of a... Interesting story. Did you hear about the Eagles? We spoke about him probably five or six weeks ago. The Eagles wide receiver who was in the 110-meter hurdles. I've got a photo here, and I'll get his name Yeah, you, up. Weren't, you weren't sure if the Eagles were going to let him because like, obviously the world champs for athletics was on um, just the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. You weren't sure if they were going to let him race or how it was going to impact on his preseason, but obviously they, they let him race. Yeah. Uh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Devin Allen. De- Devin Allen. Uh, and Devon. He was, Devon. He's actually... Devon. He made it to the final. It, uh, it'd have to be Devon. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, he, he, he's ranked number two in the world for the 110 metre hurdle, so... But ran the fastest time. Yeah. So um, he's obviously... Yeah, but he made the it. final, which was run on Sunday, uh, Monday our time. But he had a false start and got disqualified. And... It's, he's been disqualified by 0.001, which I believe is one one thousandth of a second. They have, yeah, like they have, I was reading this, they have a threshold of 0.1 yeah. of a second that you're allowed to um, break early, and he was 0.001 over that threshold. Yeah, he did it so in that's point, what, that's point, what 0.099, yeah. So like, that's, that's, you know, not really anything that's, you can see to the naked eye that he's yeah. just gone and <laughs> so, so the worst the worst rule is pretty it, stiff because he hasn't gone before the gun he's just gone before they think it's physically possible to react 
Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Not a set. That's exactly what's happened. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Essen- which essentially. They've caught here. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So the fast twitch fibers. The fast twitch fibers. But they've come out, and people who are in the sport have come out and said that it should be dropped down to either point oh eight two or point oh eight five. So if that was the case, then he's he's clearly under and he's safe. Yeah. Yeah. So very very stiff. Mm. But he's moving on, and he's turning his focus to football now. Because that college, he was um, he was a footballer and a hurdler, track hurdler at college too, wasn't he? Yeah. For the Ducks? Yeah. That's it was in Oregon too. So he was Oregon man in Oregon. Big yeah. like, big final. Bit stiff of him. Because he made it. I think he was either the fastest or the second fastest time to actually qualify. So yeah. looks like he was in red hot form. So it'll be interesting to see if the Eagles get him out there and just say, you know, we'll start at one end and we'll toss it up and we'll see if we can make you at the other end. <laughs> just run. <laughs> uh, that's what I'd be doing. Uh, the for bad luck for Ryan Wall, the Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins. He's not quite sure if his knee will be ready for Week One. He missed the whole of last season with an ACL after doing it in preseason. Uh, he's come out and said that the rehab is going well, but he's just not quite a hundred percent sure if he'll be ready for Week One. But if he does play, it, it, it'll be shared with the other running backs anyway. So limited game time. Correct, yeah. Limited starts, yeah. Yeah, he did it on the 28th of August last year in, a, was it the final preseason game? I believe. I reckon they lost two two starters in the final preseason game. Yeah, it was within a couple of weeks of each other. And then, so round one this year is the 11th of, of September. So he's right on that sort of 12-month mark, which I feel is pain. I'm currently going through <laughs> ACL rehab myself. So, so are you going to be uh, ready for round one? or? Ah. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel his pain. Like, you know, obviously there's a lot of uh, extra stress that goes through the knees. Um, being a running back NF- as well. Playing NFL, being a running back. So you'd want to make sure you, um, you're pretty cherry ripe to make that return. Mm. But yeah, like, like you were saying, he's one of five key players that are sort of set set to return within the first, you know, five games of the season for the Ravens. So Wally, Wally will be happy if they start to, they start to filter back in. Oh, he'd be very, he'd be stoked, I imagine. Especially, yeah, yeah hundred percent. So like, no, purely players. just off the back of those five coming back in, that's what's got him at even betting with the Bagels in the um, in the division. So to take yeah. out the division. So I've actually picked them. We're going to talk about my multi later on. I've actually picked them to beat the Bagels. Sorry, Maxi. Oh, no. right, I reckon you're a, you're a one and done, mate. What a done. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, who we won't even hear about him this year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the Rams defensive alignment, Bobby Brown. He's going to miss six weeks for PES. Timmy, remember what PES is? Bobby, no. Performance enhancing substances. substances. Come on, Bob. Oh, Come on, Bob. It doesn't, uh, from what I found, I can't actually see what he's done. He hasn't blamed it on the misses this time. I couldn't find it either, no. So um, it could be. That's So that's a sort of lower end sort of suspension again. Like it could be. Like it was, um, I can't remember his name, but earlier in the year he had the diuretic, which is can be a bit of a masking agent. Yes, so, um, so I was about to say we did look into this cover up after we <laughs> no, kind of just guessed. We were pretty close. <laughs> we were pretty close. You were almost spot on, but my old man actually sent me a message as soon as he listened, and he said it's a it's a diuretic, <laughs> so it's all about masking whatever drugs you have taken. So that sounds yeah. a little bit more sus. 
that's obviously that's a lot more sinister. So yeah, so we said Bobby, we said that you gets rid of the, the water, but it's pretty close. Bobby, which which it does, but you know it's the masking, which is but so he can participate in training camp and preseason games, but he just misses the first six, and then the Rams have a bye yeah. round seven, so he won't be able to play until round eight. So yeah. he's only young, yeah. a twenty one year old, twenty one year old. So yeah. yeah. Learn from your mistakes, Bobby. Be better, Bobby. Be Come better. On. Yeah. Come on. But I, I actually had a look about the the performance enhancing substance uh, suspension. So how it works. Um, it, it, I thought there might have been like a like a, a once one step you do this, second strike you do this, uh, third strike it's this. But it's, they actually grade it. Um, indivi- the clubs grade it individually on how serious they think it is. So they've obviously come out and whatever he's done, they haven't released what he's actually done and said, oh, that's about six games. So there's no set penalty, which I thought was a bit... Yeah, so it's just depending on each case. Correct, yeah. What happens. Does the NFL have any say in that? Uh, I'd imagine they'd have to, especially if like, you know... They'd have to have some oversight of it, yeah. Yeah, imagine, you know, Joey Burrow, they've gone, oh, he's using steroids, ah, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Oh, yeah. That's about Joe. right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to use it during the buy as well, so it's actually he's only missing one. But yeah, <laughs> so I'd imagine they'd have to have it's it. Not over... two games, it's two nah, weeks. Two yeah. weeks, two weeks. But they'd have to have some oversight on it and and tick it off. But yeah, I can't imagine they just be getting away with. Uh, Let we the do run their own race. Yeah, now. yeah. So I reckon they do, but it's just with the cloud above them. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. One thing I didn't have for you boys to see in our run sheet, defensive tacky tackle, Eddie Goldman. He's retired after t- signing. He signed two weeks ago, and then he retired. He got traded to the Atlanta Falcons, signed two weeks ago, and then has gone, actually, I'm going to retire. <laughs> what's, what's the theory there? Uh it doesn't really say. He he spent seven seasons uh, with the Chicago Bears, but only played six. So in 2020, he opted out with uh, with the COVID-19. Mm. Um, mm. But he actually just got a, a four-year contract that year for $45 million. Not Not a year in total. So yep. he was obviously going all right. But then the year he came back, he had an off year, only had 12 starts and a couple of tackles. And then last year wasn't that great again. So they went, you know what? We're cleaning house. We're going to trade you to Atlanta. He's only 28. Signed mm. two weeks ago. And then obviously training camp, they went, oh, I'm not quite ready for this and, and retired. Did he get a sign-on bonus that he's, he's just happy with that and he's, he's gone? Or? I don't know. <laughs> so was, there, was there any guaranteed money? Well, there, it would have been in his first contract, but I'm not sure if they, they would have just picked up the contract. So, no, it wouldn't be any guaranteed money. It would just be whatever he was due to be paid this year. Yeah, maybe he saw the writing on the wall and thought, I'm getting cut anyway, I'm leaving here. There's every chance. But, yeah. yeah I was, he's obviously done something well if he got four years, 45 million. But, yeah, just hasn't found, re-found the form. Maybe he got COVID and it's really hit him hard, but... Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I just, just thought two, two weeks, sign on, it's and then a, it's, I'm, I'm it's done. a strange one, yeah. Well, yeah, well, good luck to him. Yeah. All righty, we're moving on to the most important part, the Madden 23 ratings. So we, <laughs> we're going through the wide receivers and the tight ends today. Uh, mm-hmm. Timmy, have you had a chance to have a look at these, mate? Uh, I saw who number one was in the wide receivers. Yeah, it's not for me. It's bad. I stopped. I stopped looking there. Hey, that. you did. <laughs> Maxie, did you see who didn't make the top ten wide receivers? Oh, I, I, I've got 
got a fair idea who didn't make it, which, yeah. is, which is, seems a bit crazy. But Who's that, mate? Uh, DeMar Chase. I he didn't. Uh, not, Second he's not year, he's there. not in it. Not even in the 90s. What a... I believe he was rated oh. number one. You <laughs> was rated number one? 81. Oh, 81. 81 of it. Yeah, okay. 81. I was going to say. Gee, that's a big jump in your first year. Yeah, yeah. he had something, something on Twitter about working hard. After the rating, and uh, Tom Tom Brady actually tweeted him back and said, "Don't worry, mate. They didn't even they include me in the game in my second year. So, you know, <laughs> it's not about where you start. Ah, that's pretty good. Suppose, isn't it? He did cut it rough a little yeah. bit, didn't he? Yeah. But, oh, a lot of a lot of the players take it very seriously. Like, oh, um, the te- the development team behind Madden, they have a year round team that just work on adjusting the player ratings, just adjusting it so through the season. To- yeah, just to try and keep it as up to date with how in form and out of form players are. Just to try and keep it as yeah live. That's a crazy job, to, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, what a great job. That's not bad. Yeah. So, do you want to go through the list of wide receivers there, Timmy? Do you have it in front of you? Yeah, I do. So Devontae Adams was uh, who's he played ninety nine. Yeah, he's a Raiders man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, he's number obviously number one, rate ninety nine. So they have a um, oh, what's it? They they have a distinction that it's like. Um, pre-launch rating of 99. It's like a, you know, it's like a cool club to be part of that you, yeah. you're rated 99 before the season's even started. So he's at 99. Cooper Cup rated 98. Very stiff. Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill 97. Gets a triple crown and only a 98. How's that? <laughs> I, I don't know what else you got to do. Mm. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 96. Stefan Diggs, 95. Justin Jefferson, 93. Mike Evans, 92. Terry McLaurin and Keenan Allen at 91 and Amari Cooper rounding out the top 10 at 90. Yeah, I thought uh, your man could have slid into the top, top 10. All top 10 wide receivers in the mm. 90s or above there. Which, um, and so we had yeah. two drop out from last year. Julio, he's dropped out, which is, he had a bit of an off year with injury and stuff like that. He was fifth last year. He was, and yeah, he was fifth and he's gone. Allen Robinson, the second, he dropped out. He was 10th and he's dropped away. But uh, is there anyone else you think is a bit stiff or... Not really. I think Jamar Chase is the the obvious. You know, he's had a standout. I just saw a stat that he's had more two hundred or an equal amount of two hundred yard receiving games. I've reckon about four people on that list. Stefan Diggs was one of them. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was one of them, and they've been playing for a long time. And he's had just as many two hundred yard games. So I think he's a bit stiff not to get in that top ten. But not everyone. Yeah, not everyone can get in. Only so ten spots. Yeah. Do you have the tight ends in front of you, Maxi, or do you want me to go through it? You go through it, mate. I don't yeah. know. I've got it quite in front of me, mate. <laughs> you are all over it. So we got uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, who I think is a standout. Him and Kittle are the obvious standouts, and they are in this rating. What what more can they do to get ninety nine? They've got ninety eight and ninety seven respectively. Well, I don't know what else they can do. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, what what bumps it up that that extra little bit? I don't know. They must have a benchmark, exactly, that you've got to hit. But oof, in terms of relative to everyone else, they're smashing it. So, don't know. Yeah, no, they're very stiff. And they, they are the, the standout. I reckon there is one who... I'll go through the list in a second. I just lost it. But there is one man who is very stiff. Did have injuries last year. But big Bobby Tonyan, I think he was stiff not to get in there from the Green Bay Packers. He's going to have a big year, and I can almost guarantee this time next year Funny he'll that be you in think there. That. Oh, it's it's no doubt, really. But uh, we've also got so here we go. Number three, Mark Andrews from the Ravens. He's at ninety three. Darren Waller, 
he had a bit of a quiet year. I wonder what he was last year. He was um, he, he set a record for the Raiders the year before for catches, um, but this year he had a down year, so he's gone down to 91. TJ Hawkinson from the Lions, he's at 89 at five. Kyle Pitts, uh, he's a second year at 87, so that's good good for him. He plays more like a wide receiver, but he's a big tight end. Mike Geske, who we talked about before, playing on the franchise tag, he's at 86 at 7. Dallas Goddard, Goddard, he's at 85 for the Eagles. Uh, Zach Ertz and Hunter Henry, so Cardinals and Patriots, they are tied ninth at 84. Uh, so two that have dropped out, Austin Hooper. He was at the Browns. I'm not sure where he's gone to, but I think he's left. He was at six and dropped out. And the Gronk, he, I wonder if he would have stayed in the top ten if he actually didn't officially retire. Oh, there you go. Maybe. Kelsey is no longer a member, so he was a 99. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. But, yeah, well, it's not as if he had a down year. Why would he leave? He's, a bit he's just happy. He's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he had a choice. He's got other things he wants to do. There was the uh, the big man from I've forgotten. He's from San Fran. Uh, he was the first defensive lineman to get uh, ninety nine. Oh, all the San Fran boys are going to hate me. I've forgotten his name, but too bad he sucks anyway. And there's also the edge rusher Miles Garrett. He's the other ninety nine. So there's only three that have been named so far, but we haven't had any quarterbacks. So I can guarantee Aaron Rodgers will be ninety nine. This is pretty uh, real impartial. Impartial yeah. opinion. It is that they they really do get around it, and they uh, if you if you ever look at uh, not ESPN on all the other socials, they Madden really get up and they send them like a box with ninety nine. Like depending on the player, you know they might get a gold chain with ninety nine on it or some pair of boots or something like that. So they really do get around the ninety nines. That is all we've got for the NFL. It's another quiet week, but we are getting. Closer. The fact that we're talking about injuries for week one and, and things like that, we're getting closer, boys. We've only got about 50 days, I think, I went through before. So it's knocking on our door. <laughs> Tick them off, mate. Scratch them off the calendar. Yeah. That's it. I know so... you're, you're stinging for it, Tommy. <laughs> oh, mate. I know we got... It's... Can you tell? Yeah. I reckon it's only a couple of weeks until we got the Hall of Fame game, which, yeah, that'll be... Uh, we'll be able to actually talk about some football, which will be good. Brilliant. But before we get there, we've got... Uh, we've got our man Boots on the Ground from America, uh, Michael Cunningham. He's going to come in and have a chat to us about the AFC West. So we'll, we'll ship over to you boys, have a rest and drink that cup of tea like you did last week, Timmy, and uh, we'll, we'll have a chat with Mark Cunningham. Look forward to it. All righty. Joining me now, we've got my Aussie-turned-American almost, uh, all the way from Kansas. Are you? You're in Kansas, are you? No, you're Colorado. not. In, you follow Kansas, but you're in Colorado. Uh, we got Michael Cunningham to to go through the AFC West with us, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, and I feel like I'm pretty suited to do the AFC West. I, I am a Chiefs fan, so I do follow Kansas City, and I do live just out of Denver, Colorado. So, got two teams uh, pretty well covered for the AFC West. Two of the four, so we're we're fifty percent. That's good. That's that's right. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably going to be closer than many more of your guests. So we'll oh be yeah, shit, yeah. How long have you been over the states now? Uh, we're going on about six years now. So, yeah, yeah, so I feel like you're pretty, to... you're pretty quali- more qualified than I am to talk about this shit. So that's good. I don't know, man. I've I've got two kids, so I don't. I'm not as into the sports as I as I was prior to having children. That's for sure. 
Uh, but still, you're all over it, which is good. Uh, but like you just said, you're a, you're a Kansas man, so we will preface that at the start to say that you're going to be slightly biased. But you have promised me, or you've come out and said that uh, you're, you're less than everyone else with bat, uh, batting the uh, the Kansas you know, drum, beating the Kansas drum. Yeah, I I'm, say. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm a, a Richmond supporter as well, so I grew up being a Tigers fan. So yeah, it makes a lot know, of sense pretty... when you say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I've never been one to really toot my own team's horn, but I mean, with Richmond back in the day, there wasn't really much to toot, that's for sure. What do you mean, Richo? He was great back in the day. Oh, I mean, just starved of success, though. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So who do you want to start off with, mate? Whoever. Yeah, throw one at me. I don't, I don't mind. All right. Let's start with the... We'll start with the Chargers. All right. Yeah, good choice. Um, so like I said to you just before off air... Uh, I've got the unders-overs for the wins for each team. So the Chargers have gone nine-and-a-half unders-overs wins for the year. What do you reckon about that? Oh, jeez. First thought, that's kind of low. I would that is it. When um, I saw it, 100% what I said. Well, I yeah, thought. Yeah. I, I mean, I am a Chiefs fan, but I'd be tempted to almost take the uh, the Chargers over there. Yeah, they've uh, they've added a few, especially to the, the defense with uh, big Khalil Mack coming in. And was it JC Jackson they've added to? I believe so, yeah. And then obviously still got Joey Bosa there as well. So, yeah, I think they're going to be very strong on the defensive side of things. I don't think they've changed much on offense, though, at all, have they? No, but they, I don't think they, the offense wasn't really the problem, was it? No, not at all. No, I mean, you've, you've still got Austin Eckler and then their wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and, of course, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Um, he, he's probably my favorite player outside of Green Bay. So Really? Oh, I love him. I reckon he's Krauss. So I do have a stat that I that I brought in today. I came a little prepared with one That's stat good. here. One, one. Um, That's one more than me. One stat. <laughs> and it is the quarterbacks who've thrown the most touchdowns in their first two seasons. And Justin Herbert is the top of that list. So he's thrown well, he threw 69 uh, touchdowns his first two seasons. Second on that list is Dan Marino with 68. Dan who? So you're in... Dan Marino. <laughs> I know Dan Marino. Ever- Laces out, Dan. Laces if, out. If you follow uh, any kind of NFL, you know who Dan Marino is. Well, exactly. That, that's showing you the kind of company he's in. And then, surprisingly, third on that list is Derek Carr. Yeah, right. I remember they, was it last year or the year before, they had that game where it was, they were throwing uh, touchdowns left, right, and center. It was <laughs> yeah, zero defense and 100% games. offense, those two. And then, I mean, going down the list, the next one is, is Russell Wilson back in his oh. first two seasons. So you got three he of the four actually... in your division. Well, and then, so Russell Wilson's tied with Peyton Manning. They both have 52. And then after that is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, all right. All four out of the top five. All four. All four. Uh, yeah, four of that top five are from that one division currently now that Russell Wilson's come and joined the AFC West. So pretty crazy stat i mean obviously russell wilson's a little more removed from his first two seasons and the other guy even Derek carr's a little more removed from that but obviously herbert and mahomes are, are pretty fresh so yeah a very crazy stat to see that they're all kind of aligned like that yeah absolutely well you can tell the uh mahomes has definitely gone on to it but uh well so did um yep. uh, Derek carr's probably the only one who hasn't really gone on with that yet but he's added uh yeah, then- he's added some weapons in his offense though and that was going to be my point. Yeah, like he, he's putting up those kind of numbers his first two seasons. And who has he ever really had around him? Yeah. Yep, 100%. Well, so, that's I mean, if you want to start kind of shifting over to the Raiders here, I mean, yeah, yeah like adding in Devontae Adams, that's just a huge game. He had, had to be thrilled with that. Yeah. Do you think – I saw this the other day. So uh, Darren Waller, he went from uh, a career high or a Raiders high. I think it was 108 receiving 
um, catches two years ago. He only had 55. He was injured last year, but he only had 55. Do you think having Adams is going to hurt his uh, receiving year? I think I think it's going to help only because they didn't have anyone else really around. I mean, you watched their first couple of games last year. I think there was one game early. Waller had he must have had 10 plus catches. He had a huge game and I, I wish I knew the number for that because I remember seeing it in fantasy and thinking, "Geez, he's going to have a big year." And then after that it was just nothing. Like he got nothing. So yeah. I think teams just realized, "Well, hey, we've just got to shut him down and there's just no double team him and you got Hunter Renfro. I like Hunter Renfro, but he's a You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think he's just a gritty down, and, like gets down and dirty. He's got he's got some good route running, but yeah, he's he's definitely yeah, yeah. he's a second or third receiver. I think. Well, definitely is. Oh, he'd, he'd be a perfect second or third target. Absolutely, that's where bringing Adams in is, is going to help him. I'm sure as well. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. He's, he's It'll be interesting like to a, see how they they work together. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's kind of like. I was going to say, kind of like a poor man's Cooper Cup. Oh, shit. That, the older set of poor man's, right. maybe Julian Edelman or something like that. Yeah, or, or uh, just the Jordy short stock or someone like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jo- he's a freak, though. Don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raiders, their unders over. What, what do you reckon that would be at? It's got to be. I mean, if the Chargers are nine and a half, it's got to be probably seven and a half, I would assume. Eight and a half. Okay, yeah. He may be inclined to go under, but I think they'll surprise teams. I think people yeah. will sleep on the Raiders a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so too. But they're so I've also got the uh the the division winner and Raiders are last, so They are, yeah. yeah. I mean that it makes sense, but again, crazy division. Like this division is, is super wide open and, and you've got a lot of talent in this division. I think was it you said last week I was trying to get you on, but you've just recovered from COVID, so glad to <laughs> glad to hear you're a bit better. Um, did you say last week that you think this is the best division in the league? Yeah, I'll stand by that. Yeah, I, I do. I think it is the best division in the NFL. Yeah, which is, looking at these, yeah, the numbers and stuff, you, you, it's hard to say that you're wrong, especially when you say the first two seasons of each quarterbacks that like they're going to stand up in big games. So, reckon, yeah. yeah, these underdogs are probably not as far off as what we think, but. Uh, we'll we'll, no, we'll finish just, with there's your. There's no bad team. Like, there's nah, no, that's right. Like, yeah. You look at some divisions, and then you've got like you know, like your Jaggy was in there, or like there's just one team kind of holding back yeah, the division. Chicago there's Bears not really or a team. something like that. Exactly. There's not really a team <laughs> holding this division back. Well, well, we'll go to the third team. Who have we got left? Broncos. We'll finish off with your Chiefs, the Broncos. So, okay. what do you reckon their unders overs are? I was a bit surprised by this one too, actually. I, I mean, it's got to be higher than the Raiders, but I don't see it being higher than the charges but again that 9.5 number seems low i'd say pretty similar maybe nine nine and a half ten and a half ten and a half yep that's what i was a bit yeah i would have said nine and a half but ten and a half yeah. gee so they've got to be more of a favorite to win the division than the charges uh no <laughs> we will go How through it in a minute sense? yeah they're pretty similar okay, but okay. they're not okay wow but they've got ten and a half i mean ugh. You probably want to take the under on them. But, I mean, again, huge additions. Like throwing Russell Wilson in there and not really giving up that much. I mean, they lost a little bit on the on the defensive side of the ball, obviously with um, uh, Von Miller leaving middle of last year. But, I mean, that offense, you got Wilson, two But didn't they get – they got better once, like, Von Miller left in well, that defense. Did. Yeah. They did, yeah. I mean, still got Bradley Chubb, and they actually picked up Alex Singleton from Philly, who I think is is really good. So, I mean, 
Yeah, and then you've got two running backs, Javonte Williams and Melvin Gordon, that can split time. The receiving core, Sutton, Judy, Tim Patrick, I mean, it's a good roster. Yeah, the receiving core is really, it's a solid young receiving core, really, isn't it? They've still got a few years together. And, you know, the first season with um, Russell Wilson, they're only going to get better. So, yeah, the only real in is Russell Wilson, though, isn't it? Especially for the offense, but... It is, and that's going to be the big thing is how well he clicks with them. I mean, yeah, obviously, a quarterback's got to have a rapport with his receivers, so that's going to be the big piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So I reckon early on, I'd be... I don't know what their um, their, their schedule is, but early on, I'd probably be betting against them just to see, you know, yeah. like you said, they haven't got... Like, he's come from DK Metcalf and... Um, who's that short little bloke from Seattle? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Like, he was just there. Throw it up there. They'll go get it. Like, but they had such a rapport where it's going to take them a little bit to get a rapport going. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's, yeah, like I said, that's probably going to be the one thing that that maybe just holds them back a little in the beginning is that rapport. But yeah. That's what I was was trying to spit out is just a little bit of time to get the rapport going. So early on, I'd probably bet against them, I reckon, depending on who they've got. A smart bet, but then again, they probably come out and go three and oh, four and oh, and yeah, we just look a, stupid. Yeah, absolutely. I look stupid all the time, so it doesn't matter. And <laughs> so, to, to finish off, your Chiefs, what do you reckon their unders overs are? Oh, yeah. I'll, I mean, I feel like we've got to be one that we get a lot of. We, I mean, we're always favorites. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but they've probably got us higher than the Broncos. I would say maybe 11, even nah, 10 and a half. Ten and a half, equal with the Broncos. Equal with the Broncos, yeah. Okay, I mean... Uh, Which I think I that's fair. The, uh, Going by... I, I, I it's reckon fair. it's fair, but the Broncos are probably too high. That's, so yeah, that, that'll I, be I a harder under-over to pick. I reckon, probably overs, but yeah, that's a tougher one, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be tough. I mean, obviously, Tyreek Hill is gone. Um, I, I have a Tyreek Hill jersey. I still don't know what to do with that, if I burn it or if I hold on to it. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it hurts. Like, he, losing him is, is a big blow. I mean, still got Juju, and, I mean, we picked up Valdez Scantling from, from you guys. What, what yeah. did you think of him? I, I liked him, uh, especially as a deep threat. So does that kind of yeah. uh, help with losing Tyreek then? Because he, he's got some wheels. He's very quick. But he did have a, a little bit of uh, the fumbles late, I reckon, last year or the year before. He just We were hitting him in stride, yeah. and he was just, just couldn't quite hang on to it. So... <laughs> Yeah, I've noticed that about him, and that's a little bit of a worry. But yeah, definitely, I think they've employed him as that deep ball threat yeah, to 100%. make up for Hill's absence. Yeah. Um, so we'll go through the the stats for well, not the stats, but the the odds. Uh, so Chiefs are favourite at two dollars forty. It's probably a bit. It was a, it's a lot tighter than what I went through with uh, Ryan Wall last week. Chiefs at two forty, yeah. Chargers at three forty. Broncos at three sixty, so it's pretty tight between those two. Wow! And then the Raiders all the way out at seven twenty five. So, so if you want a bit of value, I mean, you, you go on the Raiders. But the Raiders just missed out on the. No, they made it, yeah. didn't they? They made it. So they second last year in your division. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it was them and the Chargers in that final game to to mm. get in, essentially, wasn't it? And that was an incre- yeah, the incredible last quarter. Yeah, well, the one that where if it was a draw, they both got in and they almost yeah. really drew. Yeah, there was all that, that rumors that they were going they were going to not not kick it and let them go both go through. Yeah, and then, yeah. That was, was I was watching that at work. That was an incredible game. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it absolutely was. And I, I think, I mean, both those teams should be pretty fired up getting that close and obviously coming down to that last game. So, I mean, I think the Raiders are extreme value at that price just because the other teams could knock each other off. I mean, if the Raiders can, can beat those teams in the divisional games and then they're all knocking each other off. You, yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be Stephen tight Bradbury game, yeah. their way through. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, I thought 725 was very, very juicy, but... Yeah, it it's going to be a tight. It's definitely going to be a, the tightest, I reckon. Uh, they've taken over from um, is it the NFC West, like the San Fran, and yeah. I reckon they've yeah. they've jumped them to be the the tightest division. Well, there wouldn't be too many divisions where the favorite is above two dollars. Yeah, no. I could probably so go I through. I could go through it right now, but uh, <laughs> that'll be a bit. Yeah, like, no, I just I or even the the, the like three of them within. You know, they're a dollar twenty apart from yeah. first to well. That's yeah, yeah. first to third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Who, who's your pick for the division? Uh, I reckon the Chargers. Like they've added a lot where they were missing in defense, so they're going to get to the quarterback this year. Where Joey Bosa was just getting double teamed all last year. Yeah, where yeah. bringing in Khalil Mack. I know he's a little bit older, but he, he's still going to get to the quarterback. He's going to get his you know eight ten sacks every like for the year. And then having Herbert, just another preseason under his belt. I don't know. I just I reckon this is his year. Is this third year for him? Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah, so third year, jumping up. That's who I'm putting my money on. $3.40, I'm going to take it. Yeah, no, that's also pretty good value. I mean, they're the team that does scare me the most. Like, as a Chiefs fan, they're the one that it's sort of, you see them penciled in on the schedule and you're like, oh, dear, this is going to be a tough game. So, yeah, yeah. they're definitely one that scares me. I'd, if, like a, I was saying before, I don't know who you guys have got early, but I'd be hoping to have the Broncos early. If you got them early, um, like I said, we're gonna you're gonna have them just a little bit off. You know, their timing might be a little bit off. Get get them early, knock them off, get some wins under your belt, because I reckon they're gonna come home late. And if they're within striking distance, they they could be dangerous as well. Like, well, you could say the same thing about the Raiders. Like, well, you can, yeah, absolutely. I I just did just pull up the Broncos schedule. How's this? They have week one. They play Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, there's two big games, which is those guys and um, Cleveland and North oh, Carolina. And, um, week one. Exactly, yeah. That's, Panthers, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome week one. Yeah, that's right. One. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, NFL, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> that was pure luck with the Cleveland and uh, <laughs> well, Carolina. But that's very the other, yeah, Two massive games to start. Even like the start of the season. What is it? Bills and... Um, uh, Rams, Bills and Rams, yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. So, no, nah, they've done well I with that. That game's basically a pick'em too. It's like there's no spread. Like it's pretty much just even coin flip game. Yeah, which probably fair. Yeah, absolutely. Who would you take? Where is it? Do we know? I think it's LA. Yeah, probably. Um, nah, I'm going the Bills. Upset. Really? Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, we're going. We're going out early. Oh. <laughs> what have we got? Fifty odd days or something? Yeah, I think yeah. 50, like Fifty-one days. Fifty days. Five weeks until college football starts, and then yeah, I think six weeks or so until NFL. So yeah, no, it can't come soon enough. Nah, it cannot. But uh, I reckon. Well, to finish off, who are you picking? Like we know you're a Chiefs fan, but um, I want you to pick first to fourth. What's your What's your order? First to fourth. All right, I. I, I was kind of thinking the Broncos, but seeing that they're given ten and a half wins and kind of have this almost favoritism about them, it kind of makes me think 
Chargers one. And then I want to say Chiefs second, but again, I think we're going to be pretty pretty much neck and neck with the Broncos kind of fighting for a spot there and, and sort of a wild card spot. But got to go Chiefs second, Broncos third, and then Raiders fourth. But that, I mean, that could just be completely wrong. This, yeah. this is hard to pick. Oh, absolutely. I was just, this could be a division where two, maybe three of you get into the playoffs, especially even now that that seventh spot. Yeah, it, it, even all four possibly. Yeah. Can that happen? Can all four get in? Yeah, no, mathematically they can. I mean, didn't it nearly happen? Wasn't it the charge? Uh, the, oh, no, the, the Broncos, Broncos missed out. Nah, they were, they were shit out. Yeah. No, it would have been three of his last year. Yeah, and mathematically all four can because you have the four divisions and then there's seven spots. So those three wild cards could, could theoretically come from the one division, but you'd have to be pretty lights out non, non-conference or non-division. Yeah, especially with with them knocking each other's off, it's going to be that'll be tough. But exactly, I, I reckon exactly. there's at least two coming from this division. Oh, going. definitely. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if three got it. Yeah, no, nah, that's what I'm thinking. But uh, well, that's pretty that's much true. all we've got, mate. So I appreciate you yeah. coming on. We're definitely going to get you on again in the future, being my uh, boots on the ground US correspondent. <laughs> Um, so make Absolutely. sure you do watch. Love, love, love the title. Make sure you watch more of those games for me, mate. Oh well. Uh, get the kids to bed nice and early, and you and you're gonna get. <laughs> we'll get you on here That's a bit more. That's always the plan. That's always the plan. Ah, good man. Now appreciate you coming on, mate. Yeah, absolutely, Tommy. Thanks for having me. That, and we'll uh, we'll definitely get you on soon with maybe Wally, and you can talk a bit of dribble. Well, actually, we're gonna. Yeah, I want to do a um, just to let the cat out of the bag. I want to do a fantasy fantasy thing and I'm in a fantasy uh, league with you so we might have to get you on just before the season and do a bit of a fantasy chat yeah absolutely absolutely good man appreciate it mate yeah no thanks for having me on anytime all right we're back with Maxi and TC24 Maxi we we spoke last week a bit Timmy are you a tea or coffee man I'm big on coffee mate uh... you are so you've got the warm vocals you'll be right yeah I'll be right to go mate yeah Big coffee, man. Ah, nice. So we're talking a little bit, again, not much chat at the moment, but a little bit of baseball chat. Timmy, did you get to see the Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame game, the All-Star game or the Home Run Derby? Uh, I didn't get to actually watch the game. I've seen a bit of the highlights and a bit of the rundown, though. So, so yeah, like I said, yeah, quiet week in baseball. It was, yeah. Nationals uh, outfielder Juan, Juan Soto, which I know he's up Juan for... Soto. He's up for a huge contract at the moment. He won the home run derby. Uh, I believe he beat... I've got it here. I do not have it here. I do. <laughs> here it is. Come back. No, I've lost it. Doesn't matter. He, I know he won. <laughs> uh, I don't have the stats, but the guy 18 he to beat, 19 in the final. Do you know who was it against in the final? I can't remember either. He faced <laughs> off against a rookie and then a vet, another veteran. I can't so remember. So whoever, whoever won the final, I think he's stiff because in the second round, he actually hit 31 home runs. I think he hit a minute. He got 31, which was about 10 better than anyone else. Moved on to the next round. That is ridiculous. 31 in, in a minute. He was flying. And then obviously, so they do four rounds or three rounds. He's obviously tired himself out and he's gone down by one or two. So I think he's very, very stiff. Yeah. I did have it written down. I swear. I swear I had it written down. Doesn't matter. Uh, in the All-Star game, which happened uh, Tuesday for them, Wednesday for us, uh, it was a close game with the American League beating the National League 3-2, to which is a bit shit, to be honest. I'd hope for a bit more scoring. 
It's a bit of a fizz. You want to see just yeah. home run fest, but oh. that's the ninth time in a row the American League have got the chocolates. So holding the wood over the National League a little bit there. Your man scored. Showtime. Uh, oh, he had, he, he had no he he had did, a, one bat, one hit. So that's yeah, yeah. But he didn't score. He did not score. No. Who did score? Ramirez scored. Uh, oh, Stanton from the uh, the pinstripes. He scored. Giancarlo. Yeah. And he was actually. Buxton. Yeah, so Giancarlo and Buxton went back-to-back. Giancarlo Stanton went back-to-back home runs. Oh, the... so here we go. So, so the the National League scored two in the first and didn't score again. Yeah. Uh, and the American League scored three in the fourth and didn't score again. What a great yeah. game. Bit of a fizzer. Yeah, I can see Is it not just what... a bit of hit and giggle where the pitchers just chuck it up and let the batters go to work? Or Obviously not. Or more of a pride. <laughs> I think that yeah, I think there's a bit more pride in line. I think they still send them down. Yeah, well, there was twelve strikes uh, for the American League and ten for the National League, so that's that's getting up there. But yeah, they should be a little bit more hit and giggle. I know the pitchers want to show their stuff, but we just want to see some scores. Yeah, I suppose that's why yeah. it's the home run derby, don't they? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. Oh well, that's boring me. So we're going to move on from that. Oh, well, I've got a good little. I've got oh, a good little right, fine. What do you got? For oh, you? I'm just going to say. Well, he's your man. He's a Yankee. So Giancarlo Stanton. He was the MVP yeah. of the All Star Game. Yeah. He I'm becomes clear. one of becomes one of five players to win a league MVP, a home run derby, and an All Star game derby derby derby, nah. an All Star game MVP. So to win that. Triple title. He's only one of five players, and our man Cal Ripken Jr. is one of the other five. Oh, throw back to last week. So there you go. When you play sixteen hundred <laughs> games in a row, <laughs> and what, how many was it? Sixteen years. Seventeen years. Seventy years in a row, yeah. and then sixteen years All Star or something like that. Yeah. So he, yeah. he had a good run. But yeah, yeah. I, no, that's no. all I got for for baseball for you, mate. Yeah, I, I reckon we're going to move on from that. I reckon that uh, okay. once we'll it's, get, a, we'll, it's we'll, a slim week in baseball. It is. It really is. We'll get. Once we get a bit closer to the actual uh, the playoffs and stuff, that's when it'll start to heat up. But we'll move on to some more exciting stuff, the golf. And that's where, Maxie, you'll come out and you'll absolutely shine because you're going to tell us about Cam Smith winning. Oof. Yeah, look, huge, huge week in golf, obviously. Very exciting. Uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners were pretty keen on watching it. But our boy Cam Smith got it done for his first major, so... Pretty exciting for Australia, and he's very exciting for him. Um, he was pretty special on that final day. To be honest, I, I've been a Cam Smith fan for a long time, but I wrote him off after that third day. I reckon yeah, I, did. A, out of our group, I was the only one who actually backed him. I said he'll come back. Um, no, I did too. I, I gave uh, put the buzz on Rory. Yeah, yeah but he, oh, yeah. he, shot, he had a 64 on the final day and shot six under on the back nine, which is just absolutely out of this world. I think that was a that was a record for back nine last day, wasn't it? Yeah, to win. Yeah. Um, Oregon highlight of his back nine was the 17th hole with the road hole bunker. He putted around it and then sunk, I think, a 12 or a 15-foot putt for par, which mm. pretty much won him the open, which is just... If, if anyone gets a chance, get on there and have a look at this putt because it, it, it could have gone real bad. <laughs> it was oh. so clutch, just the balls so on him. Like, what would you have done, Maxie? Would you have tried to chip over and just stop it on a dime? Or? I reckon I would have gone the chip, maybe fatted it into the bunker maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone the chip and I would have fatted it in the crowd and some poor bastard would have been sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, the, a lot of people watching... 
backing in Rory. You know, he shot two under for the final day, but um, he two putted a lot. Yeah, he was very stiff with the putt. Missed a Missed few. a lot of chances where he could have come in. Um, pretty exciting with Cameron Young. A young fella uh, came in second. He eagled the last. Mm. Uh, it was an impressive drove, drive. Drove the green, yeah. And the yeah, that was... Yeah. So it may, so Cam Smith had to one putt his birdie. Uh, otherwise, it would have gone to a playoff hole. Um, but how, it was only a couple of foot, wasn't it? Like, it was a pretty Yeah, safe. Cam Smith, yeah. But, you know, it was, yeah, very... Cameron Young made a long, long putt to force it to that point, which is it's good to see the young fellow. Because like, I saw him, he was he shot eight under on the first day, I believe, and I thought he might fade away a little bit, being a bit young. But he uh, he fought back and did pretty well. Um, Adam Scott tied 15th. Yeah, that was, was I was pretty happy with that. Good on him. It was nice to see. Um, we'll just go through a few of the, the live golfers, I know, because it's a hot topic at the moment. Uh, Dustin Johnson, 13 under, tied 6th. Uh, the shampoo, twelve under tied eight. The shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every Lee time. Westwood, uh, tied thirty four. Patrick Reed. Uh, <laughs> tied forty seventh. Uh, how good was he? How good was he rocking the live attire while he was playing? Yeah. I hate. I hate sports. him. He's a genuine cheat. But that rocking that live attire, that was funny. Yeah. Just likes uh, likes controversy. Oh yeah. Ian Poulter, interesting. Tied sixty two. 62nd, sorry, 62nd. No. Uh, he got booed on the first tee, which is... It, and he was only one of the only ones, wasn't he? Yeah. One of the only ones to get booed? Is it because, is he... He's from the UK, isn't he? Yeah, and then he was... Uh, so some commentators yeah. were asking him about it, and he was... He seems like a really nice guy, and he's like... He was saying to the commentator, he's like, you were walking around me with me for the rest of the Open, did I get booed once? And he's like, nah. So it was just on that first tee, I don't know... But he, he put his first tee shot almost out of bounds, and the first yeah, hole on the biggest open. on the biggest fairway of <laughs> all golf. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he almost put it out of bounds, so it had an effect. Obviously, a um, few notable mentions missed the cut uh, from the live golfers: uh, Louis Utzhausen, Brooks Kepka, uh, Phil Mickelson, all missed uh, all missed the cut, which was. You know, it's, you can't say it's not having an effect. There's been a few comments about blokes playing on the live tour that aren't getting the getting the rounds in. You know, they're not playing consistently, so they're you know, are they coming in rusty? Have they put enough practice in? You know, for these majors it's pr- pretty um cutthroat, so you've got to mm. be on your game. And they uh, and so they and they've got one in two weeks, I believe. Twenty ninth. So a week and a bit. Yeah, next week. At yeah, Bedminster. They've just announced the they've announced forty five of the forty eight players, so <laughs> You know, there's not too many new names in there, but the three missing, um, I'll, I'll chuck some names out yet that have been rumoured that they're going. Cam Smith, our boy. Hideki <laughs> Matsuyama. Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Mark Leishman. Bubba Watson. Henrik Stenson. He, he's actually confirmed he's signed. Um, and Adam Scott, maybe. So those oh. are maybe jumping together. So probably our three best Australian golfers. Yeah, uh, Hendrik Stenson yeah. is an interesting one. This He's is not Australian. Liv- no, it's probably Liv's first proper go at having a go at the PGA. Do you know what I mean? Because Hendrik Stenson, he's ranked 171st, but he's recently been named uh, Ryder Cup captain. So Ooh. obviously he won't be doing that. Oof. So and Cam, Cam people- Smith is six in the world, so that would be the highest ranked player, wouldn't it? He's actually gone up to number two. So he would definitely be the highest ranked player. Yeah, wow. exactly. Right. He's... Um, 
yeah, so you've got Hendrik Stenson, who it feels like a lot of people feel like live. That's their first pot, proper pot shot at the PGA. You know, taking the Ryder Cup captain. He's not that good at golf anymore, like compared to the rest of the, the world. Um, just trying, just trying to take a name. It feels personal that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting with the the live players. I know a few weeks ago we were talking about the world ranking points. That um, there's going to be some of them going over to play the Asian Tour events because uh, they offer world ranking points. So Isn't that PGA? No, it's not. No, so the Asian yeah, right. Tour has teamed up with the Live Tour wow. to offer these ranking points so that the, a lot of these players will be um, eligible to play the majors still. Otherwise, they'll... So that's a, way, that's a way around it. Yeah, so they're... Ah, trying, yep. It's a bit of a loophole they're trying to, um, you know, exploit so they can still play these majors because obviously... Clever. Know, I'll probably speak for the majority of the golfers. Like, outside of the majors, golf can get a little bit dry. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to really love it. Yeah, so... You know, if these blokes aren't playing the majors, they they become irrelevant pretty mm. quickly. Um, Mate, Rory's going to be taking them home. Yeah. Interesting about Rory, I've got a stat for you. Rory McIlroy hit into one bunker this week. One. He holed out from that bunker. Oh, yeah. That was an amazing eagle, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. He, shot, he shot two 66ers, played a bogey-free final round, and somehow didn't win the Open. And came third. <laughs> yeah, came third, yeah. You tell him those stats before the weekend, he's probably like, oh, I'm, I'm going all right. I'm home. Yeah. And yeah. I did hear that Cam Smith had nine less putts than him, though. Like, that's a pretty damning stat. That's clutch putting, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, Cam Smith, it's, it's an interesting one with the, the live, you know, I'm... I'm not sure if you boys saw his interview, but he didn't answer it very well. It was very vague. Um, my, my team is looking after this. Yeah, it was a... Uh, he didn't deny it, so it was almost like he was guilty. Um, yeah. And I don't know whether it's a legal issue where they can't just come out and say they're playing it or they're not playing it. But I'm um, sure the PGA wouldn't be happy. Yeah, so, you know, some people call on foul play by the commentator bringing it up so quick after the Open, but there's rumoured between... There's different numbers getting thrown out here, but between 90 and 110 million sign-on for Cam Smith. It's probably gone up since he won the Open. He's just doubled. Uh, yeah. Just put that in perspective, though. He won, he's won $14.5 million this year and $40 million career total earnings. So he's doubling it. Yeah, he's probably going to triple his career earnings over with one signature. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, then, so, and he'll still be eligible to win money for winning, won't he? Yeah, exactly right. That's yeah, just his sign-on. Yeah. That's just so, sign-on, yeah. Um, Mate, you can't, you can't blame him for going. I don't think. I couldn't blame him. I'd like to see him stick around. You can't. More. Yeah, you can't blame people for looking at it. No, but uh, if he can still play the majors, yeah, sure, why not? But if it if it rules him out of that, you know, as an Aussie, it's nice to have a bloke that's got the potential to win him with a chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, out of those names you tossed up before, Maxi, who do you think is the one genuine chance to go uh, for that one of those three spots? All of them. All, yeah. <laughs> They'll make it work. Obviously, Henry Henrik Stenson's he's he's done. He's in. Um, look, unfortunately, I think Cam Smith's done. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I, I just think if he wasn't, if he didn't, say, if he had an answer, if he wasn't going, you reckon he would have been stronger on it? He would have been stronger on it. You know, yeah, okay. I don't know whether he just didn't want to make himself look stupid. If, you know, if he says no, nah, I'm not going, and then they up, they're offered a. 300 million and he goes and then goes he, yeah he looks really silly I suppose um, 
Tommy Fleetwood's a surprising one for me. I haven't, you know, I'm a big fan of Tommy. He's pretty. I've seen a few interviews with him. He's well spoken. He seems like a he, he played all right on the weekend, didn't he? He was. Yeah, he, he was good. Was he top twenty? Yeah, he would have been. He would have been around the mark. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting time for golf. You know, it is. Now, yeah. Now the majors are done for the year. You know whether. Well, they're not, though, because the Live Tour is heading to Bedminster. That's the next major. <laughs> you, have you heard about... I have no, I had no idea about Bedminster until I Googled it. It's the Trump National Golf Club. Did you see Trump's comments during the week? No, he was but i saying I'll... that every player that gets offered should go to Live. <laughs> <laughs> of course he it, did. It's, it's funny that they're playing at his course. <laughs> they're playing at his course. That's all my... Like, Why would you go to this place? But now no, you, you look at some of the photos. It's a very nice... It's a private course. And it's uh, it's quite a lovely course, but yeah, Trump National. So it doesn't Trump surprise National. me one bit. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> uh. Oh, well. it'll be interesting. So that's in two a week and a half. That one. So who, I'm going to put your balls on the line, mate. Who's going to win it? Who's going to win it? Cam Smith go back to back. Love it. Oh, no. Oh. Nice, nice. Uh, we are going to move on to the most important part that everyone has been waiting for, and I'm going to enlist you, Timmy, to help me out with this because this could go horribly wrong. Uh, what we're going could to, possibly go wrong? We're going to draw the winner of our Instagram and Facebook contest and see who wins the prize pack of a couple of slabs from Better Beer, the boys from Better Beer. Yes. This and is very exciting. So a jumper and a shirt and another shirt from uh, where are we? Any given Sunday. So <laughs> who are we? This is uh, <laughs> I had all, all the you know the Powerball. Like this is run by a government. It has three government agencies or government people looking over it. We work for the government, so it does have three government officials overlooking this. <laughs> it is a very serious draw. We have <laughs> yeah six. Uh, we have a uh, 125 um, comments to work it from entrance. So, entrance, entrance. Yep. yep. So I'm going to put it in the random number generator right now, and Timmy's going to be over there on the socials to to tell us the winner. So we'll build it up a little bit of hype. Jesus. I'll put Bear it with in. Us. This could. <laughs> All right, it's a low number. So, Timmy, go down to the very bottom. We have number eight. Eight? Number eight. Oh, it's actually... So, the winner is Bogdog86. Bogdog! So, I'm going to say he looks like... He actually... uh, He is a... Yeah, he actually had a very good comment on... uh, to, what was his comment on the Instagram? So he's he's tagged two mates, and he said, "Give me that beer, Mac Daddy." So, so and he's actually going to get it. So well done to Bog Dog. He's he's a long time listener, so I'm actually happy that one of our listeners got it because we had a few uh, people, serial well, contest applicants, I think. So yeah, I'm happy that there's one a little of the boys... a little chunk in the middle there. But do you know what would have been interesting? Guess who had comments number nine and ten? Yours uh, truly. So that would have been <laughs> the really? pe- the pe- yeah. The people oh, would have been no. who know who number seven then. Um, INZ eighteen. Oh, I play footy with Lee, so very okay. stiff, very stiff. <laughs> no, congrats, to, congrats to Bogdog. What's Bogdog's yeah. name? Uh, Trent. Trent Boglas. Trent. He'll be, he'll be very happy. 
Good on your trend. Well, and that's actually that's going to be cheap shipping for you too. So that's a, that's a win be. for you. I will put it in the back of my car and take it to work. <laughs> you, you've done very well there. That's awesome. Ah, right. oh, well, that's good. So we, we'll probably run something like that again later, right? Because it was pretty successful for us. So, so. yeah, thanks, thanks everyone for getting involved and tagging your mates, and hopefully yeah. a few of your friends had a listen and yeah. you know just, got just interested. Devil's advocate here. Yes, mate. So we had Uh-oh. three government officials overseeing this. Yeah, government. How many government officials? And then another <laughs> government official won it. Is yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is true. Uh, my dad my dad actually rang me before. He goes, what if I win? I said, it probably looks very sus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it still looks sus, but we're going to... Um, oh, the know, people are going to overthrow the government soon. They're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll get into. We'll, we'll win the people well, who didn't win. Right under Trent. Make yeah, sure right you get Trent. get Trent to get the uh, get the merch on and take Ooh, a photo and tag we'll it so we can all have a look. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we can see that he's a real person, not so, just you <laughs> hanging onto it. <laughs> We're going to for those poor people that didn't win. Uh, condolences. I had a few messages today saying that if I don't win, I will never listen again. So that's hopefully that's <laughs> not actually true. <laughs> Tongue in cheek. Hopefully. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, we're going to win everyone else a bit of money because I've got my, as predicted last week, or as told last week, we've got our most important betting part of the segment. Again, just bet responsibly. Uh, I've got two very long-term ones. We've got our Busey who... Love this. The Busey was the, the fight from two weeks ago, wasn't it, Timmy? Yeah, so that's Paddy Pimblett. Yep. Two. So this you, is on You've jumped Sunday. on it, so you've got Where, it. I've got it. So that's this Sunday, which is the Sunday, the 24th of July. So this week, definitely. Yeah. Um, to either win by KO or TKO in round two. So that was paying 9.75 a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure what the current uh, market would be on that, but yeah, you can, you can jump on that on Sportsbet. So, that's, uh, so that was the bet. That was the bet from the Busey that. Yeah. We so we're going to we're we're give him the week off because he bet. If you, if you jumped on it early, and you jumped on it early, you've got it at nine seventy five. Yeah, nice. Uh, and also, Timmy, you unfortunately broke the streak last week, so we're going to uh, give you mate, just the week off. Do you know what happened? No. All the home teams lost, and the away team got up. Yeah, so, the one that it was a paying two dollars eighty or something. Wasn't it? I think it was Atlanta. I think. Yeah, yeah that, the Braves, that was my yeah. value. That was my value. So I, let me down. I am anyway. going to give us some absolute uh, juice. So last year I picked nice and early, real real juice. Um, well, wait till you hear some of these numbers, mate. Yeah. I've jumped on it. That's how confident I am. So we've got one, which is a five-leg multi. I've picked the winners of the uh, divisions. So the one, five legs, I'm pretty confident with. Uh, we've got the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East, the Ravens to win the AFC North, Colts to win the AFC South, my boys, the Packers, to win the uh, NFC North, and the Bucks to win the NFC South. So that is paying fourteen dollars and sixty-eight currently. If you jump on that now, so I chuck ten bucks on it. It's going to give one hundred and forty-six bucks on. It'll be around February. I'll get that. I'll claim that one. <laughs> and then I thought I'll I'll go out on a limb and I'll pick every team. So plus those five. So we've got the Ravens, the Bills, the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. Uh, which is a little bit controversial if you listen to the, the ones from earlier, the, the chat with Mike from earlier. Colts, we've got that already. The Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. My boys are Packers. The Rams are going to win the NFC West. And Tampa Bay to win the S- NFC South. That is paying $267. So <laughs> I've chucked 10 on it to win two and a half grand, boys. 
There's a little bit of spice. Yeah, so yeah. I'll put that up for everyone. Just to... I was going to say, you're going to need to post that up for us. I so will, can, but that is, that, our, that is our juice for the week, a 14 and a $267. Yeah, That's not yeah. bad. Confirmed juice. Confirmed <laughs> juice, I reckon. But, yeah, I, I, I can nearly guarantee one of them, so... Feel free to jump on board, boys. It can't hurt to have a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say thanks for that. You really got around me there. <laughs> At least the the fourteen dollar one that is home. So I know that one of the boys will get around it. He, uh, oh, although I didn't pick his uh, San Fran, but you know they they suck. So they can't even pick a, they can't even pick a quarterback. So, but nah, that is all we've got time for today, boys. Oh, they made their bed. They have, and they will they will lie in it. Uh, now nah, that is all we got time for today, boys. I appreciate you too, especially Maxi. Uh, it's a little bit past your bedtime. Well, <laughs> Timmy, as always, I appreciate you coming on, mate. Mate, pleasure. Always a pleasure jumping in the lab. And I'll uh, I'll quickly do the thing as we because I love having you boys around. Uh, so if you do enjoy the podcast, Timmy and Maxi, you're going to tell your friends, your family. Let's go with your third uncle. Pick your third favourite uncle and then you're going to tell them this week about the podcast. They're going to leave a five-star rating and a review uh, and also set... I know on Spotify you can. Just set a little reminder to tell you this is going to be out nice and early because we're uh, recording late on a Wednesday night. You can also find us on the socials, uh, especially when our competitions go up, A-G-S-A-U podcast on Twitter or Instagram, anygivensunday.au or anygivensunday on Facebook. And as always, Maxi, I know you'll get around this. Go the Packers. <laughs> Go Packers. Yeah! <laughs> don't, don't suck into his bullshit, Maxi. You've got to be better. Nah, you'll be back next week, Maxi. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thanks, Maxi. See you, mate.